Hey guys, it's Ari Hart. And Dorian Black. Yes, guys, so we are here with another episode. Yes. So we're going to, of course, start with our What the Hell Happened. Um, so just to start off, we're going to talk about our week a little bit, mm-hmm. like how our week has been going. So um, for me, it's going good. You know, I started back work. Um, I'm really struggling with the getting up early. It's really hurting me. Um the other day, I think it was like Wednesday, I almost was like, I don't think I want to go in. And I'm like, you can't be trying to call out already. It's just the waking up. I have to wake up at like 5 a.m. So mm. it's just, but I'm getting there. I'm taking my vitamins. So, but other than that, I've been coming straight home, going to bed at like 6 o'clock, 7, right back into my old ways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I feel like when you, no matter how many hours of sleep, I don't know about for other people, but mm-hmm. for me, I still be tired. Like, I could sleep all day and get up and be still tired. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's if also too much sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I think vitamins are helpful. I'm not feeling no energy surge from these ones, but I've only been taking them for like a week and a half, so I'm going to give it some more time. Yeah. But I agree with you. It's like, no matter how much and then how little, <laughs> you're tired. you just like, ugh. I think that crack of dawn feeling is just like, I don't know how old people do it because they be up, they be up four o'clock in the morning just Jerry, drinking coffee, right, yeah, like, calling their friends, like, right, like why they up? up? Like, that's gonna be us. Yeah. Like, right. What you doing, girl? <laughs> Shit. Child, but I guess when you retire and stuff, you try to start your day early to just enjoy it. Yeah. Not having to work, I would start my day early if I knew I had nothing to do. Right. Just Wake up and I heard like the earlier you start today, the better, like the more productive you can be during your day. So mm-hmm. that's also. I feel like that too, cause you have. Have you ever noticed, like on a Saturday or something, when you get up early and you get so much done, you be like, "Damn, it's only eleven o'clock. Like, right, I still got time to kill." Right. Yeah, that's like the beauty of waking up early, but it's so hard getting out of bed. Yeah. Did you have anything else going? Not really. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing important. Just regular. Going back to work stuff. Oh, but it's this really banging Thai place in the Reading Terminal Market. And they have these banging ass shrimp rolls. I think they call it mm. the Little Thai Market. I really recommend them. They're line, and they got like salmon over rice, and they salmon pieces be like this big. And I just tried them like the other day. And like they're the only spring rolls I can eat because a lot of other places make it with like peanut oil, which I'm allergic to, but they make mm. it with vegetables. So I recommend them, mm. you know. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, I right, love Reading Terminal Market. Yeah. That's good. They're like the best. They and really are. They have like hidden gems. Like they have they the really best nuts. From the Amish people. Okay, I never tried that. Oh my goodness, so good. I okay. Love it. But yeah, shout out to Running Terminal Market from my Philly natives. Yes. Um, so we're gonna get into some of these little current events, hot topics. Mm-hmm. So the first one we're gonna kinda talk about is the Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A. So I haven't tried the Popeyes. I do like Chick-fil-A's. Um Chicken sandwiches, I'm not really feeling them with the whole of them, like, supporting the re-election of Trump. Mm -hmm. I have been trying my best not to eat at places that support his re-election. So, I haven't been to Chick-fil-A in a little minute now. Um, But, you know, it's kind of hard for me to think that Popeye's is better than Mm Chick-fil-A. Because they're, like, fresh and, like... Who, Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Popeye's chicken be slamming. So, I don't know. Like, I Mm -hmm. like Chick-fil-A. And, yeah, they got that freshness taste. But... Ain't nothing about that Popeye's chicken. So, I mean, it must be good because people ripping and raving over it. So, I would like to give it a try. I seen this one man. He was talking about the pickles taste like chicken. I'm like, all right, now. That's Mm. that's pushing it. But 
the lines is long as these Popeyes. People yes. fighting about it. Yes, people fighting over it. Like, as soon as people pull up, they're like, we ain't got no chicken sandwich. So, it must be good. Shout out to Popeyes for, you know. You got a little come up. Making a lane for themselves. Because, who would have knew? All, this year, all these years, a chicken place didn't have a chicken sandwich. Right. And now they do. And it's like... Huh, trending. That's true. Never had a chicken sandwich. Did yeah. you see when the one guy broke the bread? And he took it off? No, he they ran out of bread, so I guess they wasn't serving a sandwich. And he brought his own bread. He said, I'm going to try this shit today. We're going to make because a Because let's be sandwich. honest. I mean, but I feel like the bread does contribute to the way the chicken tastes, but it's mm-hmm. not like a big factor. So you could probably still taste how good the chicken sandwich is. I guess. But do you cut down the price? Because now I, I don't yeah, have the should. sandwich. Yeah, like, I think you should at that point. I'm going to get it for free 99 I would have made half the sandwich, but I don't know. I'm going to have to I try do, it. Yeah, I do want to try it. Maybe we can do like a thing where we try it. Yeah. And we compare we gotta the sandwiches. We got to let die down a little bit though because literally the lines are... Like out the door. And the only Popeyes besides the one up by us that I know of, I don't really be seeing no Popeyes like that. Mm. There's only two Popeyes that I know that's in my commute. It's the one up here and the one at Brown and Snyder. But I think the one at Brown and Snyder closed down because it was like infested with oh, okay. roaches oh. and rats. So I only have one. Yeah, there. like I'm only down to one. So until it dies down, then I'll pick it back up. Yeah. Um, what else? We got the, oh, and other news, the Amazon rainforest is on fire. So apparently it's been on fire for three weeks. Mm. And if you guys don't know, the Amazon rainforest is one of the major parts in our ecosystem and how we're able to maintain and how we able, are able to create oxygen. So, what is it like 20%? 20%. So, without that, it's cutting them, it's making global warming even more rapid. So, there are ways you can help. Like, there's this one search engine. If you search, you know, 45 times, a tree is planted. So I've been using that search engine. Um, really? Yeah. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. What is the search engine? It's called like Eco Play or something like that. But I can definitely drop the name for you guys. And it's just like going into Google, typing in what you're looking for, and it mm-hmm. pops right up. So okay. I think that's kind of cool. And there are other simple ways you can do it, such as recycling, stop using, let, well, use less paper products and wood. So we'll definitely leave some ways for you guys to participate because it's important. We're very, you know, try to get in tune with our ecosystem because it's important. Without it, we're not here. So yeah, you guys can definitely check out that and look into it and just pay attention. Yeah, um, because at the rate we're moving, we're not going to have many years left to be, and not on no joke stuff, but yeah. like seriously. So if you're planning to have a family and all that, that might not even be feasible right. in the next decade or so. So just keep that in mind. And that's scary because mm-hmm. in 30 years, I'll only be 35. Like I'm not trying to die. So right. let's, let's come on. Let's yeah. take care of it. And we but all can do our part. We can. And that's the thing. Stop worrying about the whole and worry mm-hmm. about you. Yeah. Like worry about what you're doing because that's when things don't get done when everybody's like, well, I'm only me, and mm-hmm. everybody's not doing it. But if everybody just thought about what they could do, then it wouldn't be a lot of things would get done because you're doing something, and the next person's worried about themselves, right. and then it ends up being a whole. So, and sometimes it just takes that one person to have the courage to do change, and other people pick up on it. I think it was a couple who actually moved to the Amazon rainforest, and they restored like. Three percent of it just from planting trees and you wow. know restoring it and like it was a major difference over the twenty years. So yeah. it only takes that one person to make a difference. Yeah, so. that's a page I actually follow on 
Twitter is like ocean something, and they oh, like yeah. clean out the like ocean and all that. Like they be out there getting like thousands of pounds of trash and. You know, they're making a big impact, but y'all literally be putting the shit right back in after mm-hmm. they clean it out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely want to. And I think that might be a project I do with some of my kids this year. Maybe we can do like a community type service or just like do a presentation of making people more aware of pollution and all that stuff. So, yes. And this guy I went to school with, shout out to him. His name is Matt George. He is doing a project where he's cleaning up, um, mm. you know, certain uh, parts of the city uh, i think it's called matigo i can't you know drop the name of it so shout out to him he was recently on channel 10 you know mm-hmm. talking about his project and how he wants to help and clean up some of the areas and sometimes it'd be, it'd be in our own backyards you know some of the things we can do so shout out to him okay so Yes, and other news, especially in Philly, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this young man by the name of Reese who just committed suicide due to uh, slurs being thrown at him for being in love with a transgender woman. He wound up committing suicide, and I think it was a video going viral of people like harassing him, saying, "Oh, you you have sex with trannies," and like yeah, he's I like, see "So that. what?" Like, and it's so sad that he got to a point where he took his own life because of what other people thought and their opinions. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so sad because why does it matter? Why are people so caught up on manifesting on what other people's sexuality is to the point where this man has lost his life because he loves someone who other people in society thought were unworthy of being loved. Right. It's kind of like the saying, like, what is it? What I eat don't make you shit. Like, if it doesn't directly affect you, don't worry about it and you know, let people live their life how they want, regardless of your views. Like, if it doesn't affect you directly, I wouldn't worry about it. So, but it's unfortunate. And people, no matter how old you are, you can always be pushed to commit suicide by bullying. Like, there's no age limit on being bullied. Right. You know, so, especially as a young black man and you have other black men or boys coming at you for your sexuality, that's right. already a hard thing for men, especially black men, to already deal with. So, yeah. it's unfortunate. And hopefully, you know, people learn something from this uh, accident. Yeah. So I just pray for him and his family and his loved ones, and yeah, hope they can keep their head up. Um, I didn't even say about my week. Oh my goodness. Um. Oh yeah, you sure didn't. Go my ahead. my week was crazy. So as you guys know, my grandmother did pass, and her funeral was last Wednesday. And I have to say, like. It's so important to be positive and be loving and just show love and support to other people. Because when I said my grandmother's funeral was like, it was uplifting. Like, it was so peaceful. And like, one of the things that, you know, pastor spoke on was hope. And I felt like that touched on my grandma so much because even on her dying day, she had so much hope. Like, I'm going to get better. And, you know, I want you guys to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. So I just encourage everyone to have hope. And just enjoy the people that you love because it's it's hard when they're gone and no longer here. But in yeah. other news, my week has been really good. I've been able to get a lot of things done that I haven't got done. So I'm really excited about that. And I just want to do some things that I haven't done since I have, you know, a few days off from work. I want to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. I want to see some movies. And I just want to hang out with my friends. So I, I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for our dinner date. Yeah. So. So, yeah can't wait for that but by the time y'all hearing this we would have already had the dinner but we can't wait until it happens adrian 
So shout out to him, and yes. hopefully we can give y'all the tea on that conversation for our next episode. Oh, we will. <laughs> we will. Trust me, y'all. But yeah, we're just gonna jump right into it. Yeah. So, so our topic today that we're gonna dive in is just a conversation about like. Old and young interactions. So last episode, you know, me and Teller, me and Dorian got really heated, you know, mm-hmm. talking about, uh, you know, being black and our interactions. And we kind of went off into a tangent yes. about, um, you know, racism and all this other stuff that really had nothing to do with the episode. But it's an entertaining one, so listen if you didn't. Yes, child. But this episode, we're more so looking at the interactions between us younger folks and older folks and even us with people that's younger than us so um like how do you feel about that like I feel like I'm in that awkward stage because I'm still young so a lot mm -hmm. of the younger kids feel like they can't respect me so then I gotta get all buff and like I'm gonna know just like I say that 18 17 age you know Mm -hmm. like your students kind of like that age group they still look at me as like I'm their age, so I still have to be like, if I'm breaks, I'm an adult. Yeah. And then, like, the older people, I don't really have too many problems with older people. They kind of respect their boundaries. They know I'm a young adult. Like, the one guy I work with, he's older, and he's like, you know, I don't mean to call you, you know, a kid and stuff, but it's just that you're younger than me, so if I offend you, just let me know. And I'm like, okay, I, I respect that. I understand that, that right. Yeah, because, like, you, you want to make give me my flowers, you know. I'm still an adult. I still come to work just like you coming to work. I still got bills to pay just how, like, you got bills to right. pay. But I may not be as experienced as you. So I definitely under, understand it, and I respect that he gives me respect, so. Yeah, and that's actually interesting, too, like, the whole working with people that are older than you. Mm-hmm. And them not and them not having the respect because I used to have like when I used to work at Seven Eleven, this older lady Jan was so nasty to like us younger people, and we like bitch, we literally making like the same amount of money. You might make a dollar or two more than me. You, we both work at Seven Eleven. We both making taquitos and ringing people up, right. and you're acting like you so above us because you're older. Yeah. And it's just funny because I feel like older people, especially if you are working with younger people, like I get that it's an age gap. You know what I mean? And you are older, but at this part in, like, working is now a professional setting. And mm-hmm. that whole you're younger than me thing kind of goes out the window because we both are, like, professionals. And we both have gotten certified or whatever the case may be in this particular job. Right. So, like, respect me accordingly. You know what I mean? Especially if you're working at some place like freaking Seven Eleven or McDonald's. Like, do not try to play because we, like, then... I'm going to come for you as far as you being old as hell working in a fast food establishment. You're not nobody manager. So. I think for me, when I notice, like, there's a power trip, it's either when the younger person is getting ready to take, like, the seniority role or authority role and become, like, a manager or supervisor. Mm -hmm. Or if, like, the supervisor's older and they're trying to you know, mark their territory and stand their grounds. Like, I'm older, I'm an adult. Like, you're going to listen to me. I ain't going to have all these kids running around in here. And it's just like, at this, at a certain age, it's more so a respect thing. Like, mm-hmm. we're, like, they're saying we're all adults here. So, right. you know, you respect me as your supervisor. I respect you as my employee. And at the end of the day, I'm still going to respect you as a human being because right. that's what you are. And I think people power trip sometimes because they, even sometimes younger people, when they become like a supervisor or something, they feel like they're going to try to run all over me because I'm young. Mm-hmm. So they try to like boss people around. But it's like, listen... 
you go home at the end of the day, I go home at the end of the day. Right. While we here, we have to establish our rules, and I still have to be respectful to you, just how I expect respect from you. Yeah. That's for sure. I agree with that. And I think a lot of older people definitely have a hard time just grasping that even though somebody is younger than you and even though you might have even seen them grow up since they were little, mm-hmm. that they're not a child. Like, mm-hmm. for example, with our parents, I feel like they try to, like, young bull us and talk to us a certain type of way sometimes. Like, people might have experienced that because they're like, you know, in their mind, you're their kid and, right. like, they're, they've seen you since, you know, you were little and... Now where you're at now, but it's like, I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a grown woman. I'm a grown man. So you can't talk to me and just treat me the type of way. And I think me and my mom have that same type of friction because I always say, like, you're talking to me real wild. Like, I'm a grown woman. And at this point, all that you might be in my mom is not going to stop me from standing up for myself. Um, You know what I mean? And, like, even when I think about black, older people, I feel Mm -hmm. like they're a whole different breed to, like, you disagree with them, niggas, and they swear you being disrespectful. Like, me telling you I don't like how you're doing something or me not agreeing with your opinion on something is not me being disrespectful. Mm. So I think older black people in particular need to kind of move out of the whole, you disagree with me, so you're being disrespectful. Yeah. There should be a balance, I feel like, because I see where... Even when it comes to, like, my little sister and how she be talking to my mom. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like she should be able to tell my mom, like, I don't like that you're doing X, Y, and Z and it's hurting my feelings. And she should be mm-hmm. able to do that. However, I don't think it gives my sister the right to tell my mom, like, what did my little sister say to my mom the other day? She was like, are you finished? Are you done? Like, that's deemed disrespectful. Right. And, you know, you can get your and point your little sister is how old? She's 14. See, no, 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 no. So, no. She's not even over. Even if... <laughs> Go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, even as young kids, like, they mm-hmm. still should have the right to tell their parents, like, I don't like the way you're talking to me because it's hurting my feelings. Like, you shouldn't be calling your child right. dumb or stupid like that. So, they have the right to express how they feel, but as soon as they get... Even, like, me, like, mm-hmm. I would never dare tell my mom, are you finished? Because right. I'm still her child, and she's still my senior. Right. So, I still, like, have that respect level. I'll still be like, I understand, mom. However, I am an adult. Right. I do X, Y, and Z, and I just ask for that respect back. And my right. mom understands, but vice versa. You can't be talking to me all crazy because you think I'm your daughter and be calling me all types of dumbs and stupid because or whatever. I have feelings too. Yeah, like, and yeah. it's unnecessary. So. Yeah, and your little sister, like like you said, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, young or um, adults like us. You should be able to tell your parent like how you're feeling, but mm-hmm. especially when you're that age, you definitely shouldn't be finding any type of boldness to be saying like, are you finished or are you done? Like, that's just because are you finna get out of my house? Because that's okay. what is about to fucking happen. Okay. Talking to somebody like that. So. Yes. And I have no problem correcting my siblings. Especially even right. my brother who's 20 something years old. If I feel like he's getting a little chicken neck with my mom. I'm like yo pump your brakes. Like, right. Revise whatever you about to say. And then say it. But you not. Right. I don't care who you are. You're not going to disrespect my mother. Right. You're not right, going right. to. Like even when I see kids disrespecting other older women or men. It's just like pump your brakes. Revise what you're going to say. Like, if they're not disrespecting you, then find another way to get your point across. Exactly. Because it's ridiculous. Like, there's no way it should. And I think that's an issue, especially with women. Mm -hmm. Like, daughters and mothers. I feel like we always have that friction. Yeah, for sure. It's our our female ways, but 
I think we do need to come to like common grounds and respect each other because there's no mm-hmm. way it should be like that. Yeah, like me and my mom definitely. And you know, I'll be getting irritated with her and I, I'll be trying to correct, you know, the way I talk, you know, but it's just, I think I'm at a point where it was so long where I couldn't catch attitudes that now I'm just like, girl, like you getting on my nerves, like go ahead. And then she is not the nicest. Like, every, she really has, like, all my friends and stuff fooled that she's, like, super <laughs> duper nice all the time. And, mm-hmm. like, she's never saying no wild shit. Like, she be saying some wild shit. Like, I literally, I remember one time I was, like, on the phone with somebody. And mm-hmm. she was literally cursing me out not knowing I was on the phone with them. And then I was like, oh, I'm on the phone with such a She's trying to switch it all fast. Like, oh, Miss Gina is <laughs> over here. Like, no, they heard you, sis. They heard. They saw what you be doing. Like, so, mm-mm. yeah, and my mom's like that too. Like she be like, especially when it came to my brother. I feel like he got may have gotten a little bit worse than I did. Like how she would talk to him, she's like just going off, especially when she angry, just cursing him out. Da, 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 da. Right. And, and it got to a point where my brother's like, "You're not gonna talk to me like this. We're gonna sit down and have like a civilized." Yeah, he's older, like he's twenty something now, but you know he's an adult. Oh, you're talking about um, Tyler. So it's just like even he's like, listen, I'm an adult. All that talking to me crazy is not gonna happen. Like I'm gonna respect you if you respect me, type thing. Right. And that's how it should be. It should be for both sides, young or old. Right. I agree. I don't know, and I think it's just weird because we're in that middle like Mm -hmm. stage, and so it's just like we get it from the young kids, we get it from the old kids, so. We just got to stand our ground like, no. Yeah, I agree. Respect Do you have a hard time with your students, especially being so young and being a a teacher? Not really. When I did, like, 12th grade, when I first got out of college, Mm -hmm. that was a little hard because I was 22 and they were, like, 18. So, like, that's, like, four years. Like, 18, 19, four or five years. So, that was kind of hard. But, like, now with me having, like, ninth graders, like, they see that I'm clearly not an old person, but they know that it's still a decent age gap. Mm-hmm. And I, and I also tell them like to like, you know, at the end of the day, it don't matter what the age gap is. I'm a teacher. So right. even if I was four years older than you or whatever the case is, you're going to respect me. And I also really try my best to respect my students. Of course, you know, you know, there's times where, you know, I might talk, you know, a little crazy to them, but I try my best to correct myself because I already know how I am. People always tell me like, you know, I got to work on my tone and mm-hmm. how I'm coming off. It's really hard for me because that's just, I'm not going to cop out and say that's just how I am, but I've done that for so long. So it was really hard to like be like aware of it all the time. But I'll, I do try to apologize to them if I mm-hmm. hurt their feelings or if I said something that they didn't like, or if I wasn't giving them the respect they felt because mm-hmm. You know, they are people, whether they're 14 or 15. Right. So, or if I'm wrong about something, I say, oh, you know, Miss Hart, apologize. So, you know, I do try that. And I think that's why I've had such a good relationship with my students is because I do try to acknowledge that because I do see, like, other people and older people in general feel like they can never say sorry to a younger person. Like, it's going to kill them if they ever say sorry. (laughs) But you're wrong sometimes. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. And I think as you get older, you don't want to... Like, when you get older, you think you're always right. You mm-hmm. live this, you got more experience, so you got the one up on the other person. Right. But sometimes you can learn from younger people. You can. And I think that's what it's hard for older people to accept it. So instead of just being like, you know what? I was wrong. I apologize. It's like, no, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong and I'm right. Yeah. And I think they just have to. 
as we get older, because, you know, one day we'll be seniorities to other people, mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to, like, try to break that mold now and just be like, you know what? We was right. We was wrong. Right. And just respect, you know, where they're coming from. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think Dorian has a point with that because, like, older people definitely just don't want to feel like they're ever learning anything mm-hmm. from a younger person. Like... What's the problem with that? Because you can't possibly know everything. You can't possibly experience everything. And as things change, the younger generations are going to be more equipped or know something different than what you know. Right. You know what I mean? For example, like millennials, we know a lot about technology. So if you're older than us, don't catch an attitude. We might know something or trying to school you on something because this is what we grew up in. This is what is for us. So I think instead of looking at it as like somebody younger is trying to like tell you something that you feel so experienced just mm-hmm. just look at it this is another person like yeah. and they're just showing me you know i don't i don't know what that's about i think it's just like a a Pride. brain spasm because it's like throwing you off like you've been right and you've been doing this right the whole time because even like when i'm at work one of my coworkers, we're about the same age mm-hmm. so he's been doing the job a little bit longer than I, I have so like when i'm showing him something or i do something that's he might not ever seen before or that's right he's like oh wow really? like damn she's right and it's like he pays me my flowers and i think some people they just don't like to be wrong when they've been doing something for so long it's like i don't want to i don't like i'm supposed to know what i'm doing like i'm supposed to be an expert but it's okay like and There's we just got something get, to learn yeah and i think we got to get comfortable in that space like okay i'm i learned something today right so. and shit is like literally always evolving mm-hmm. so you can't always know everything. Even if you, like, literally did master something or know something, like, almost 100%, it's something about it is going to eventually change that you have to learn. So, right. like, I don't think anyone ever knows everything for a long length of time because nothing is ever the same. Right. So, I think that's just something to consider if you're an older person and you're having a little difficult time. But, you know, I really feel like, I don't know, I just be feeling like black older people are so disrespectful. Like, they be so nasty. Like, just even, like, strangers. Not even, like, family members. It's just be like, you come in contact with older black people and they just feel like you're supposed to move out their way. Or, like, I don't know. I've always had bad experiences. They, really? Especially old black ladies. I just mm-hmm. feel like they always got attitudes and looking away. Like, <laughs> like I'm scared to ask you a question. I better know everything before I come to you. But see, and that's sad because it shouldn't be like that. Like, it's, especially as black women, we should embrace each other. Like, we right. should be. No matter the age. Yeah. And it, this goes back to our last episode, how like black women, sometimes we don't embrace each other how we should. So I think like, even as older women, we have to understand that in some type of form, even if we don't know each other, or mm-hmm. some type of role model. So to come off like that is kind of like you're not really playing your role as a seniority. And it's right. like, how do you want me to respect you if you're not even respecting me or you're not giving me my flowers? How you want me to give you yours? Right. So I think I never heard that saying, give somebody their flowers. You never heard it like, Mm-mm. give them their flowers. When they do something right, give mm-hmm. them their flowers. That's very, I agree. So, yes, black ladies, we love y'all. Give us our flowers. But I love when black women are, like, embracive. Like, oh, yeah, baby. I like that. I yes. love that. I'm like, Grandma. Yes. Mama. I yes. love that. But the the nasty part is what I I can do without. So, I have this thing. I don't know if you know this. Like, Ava DuVernay and um, 
Oprah, they have this thing where they don't like for people to call them auntie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, it's a thing in the black culture. We'll be like, oh, auntie Maxine mm-hmm. Waters or auntie this, auntie that. Right. Even though there's no relations. But they don't like that. How do you What like, was their um, reasoning for they're it? They're like, I'm nobody's aunt. Like, I'm just Oprah. I'm just Ava. Like, they don't want to be called auntie. Um, I think it's kind of corny. Because I feel like in the black community, that's really like a thing of endearment. Mm-hmm. Maybe they feel like it's aging them, people yeah. calling them that. But an aunt could be any age. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not like somebody saying grandma. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. or even mom. They say an auntie, and that could be any age. And I feel like it's such an endearing thing in the black community because it's saying, it's saying I trust you, I love you, yeah. you know, I feel close to you. That's what I take auntie as. And you guys are literally powerful black women, especially, mm-hmm. you know, Oprah and Ava, like they're just creating so many great things. And Ava, you know, all the projects she's done has been for black people. Right. And she's including us and, in, you know, she looks like us and she's a beautiful black woman with dreads and like, you know what I mean? So I think it's corny because you kind of like shutting down how we feel about you. Yeah. But at the same time, everybody's entitled to how they feel. So if they feel in a way about it, that's, you know, their business. They're entitled to it. And you got to respect it. And I get it, too, because I even see some people try to call Jackie Ina auntie. And I'm like, granted, I respect Jackie Ina. And she's... I feel like she's more of a sis. Yeah, like she's still young and she's still molding her career. Like, I feel like those two, like, they're established. and like That's an auntie. Yeah, and she's currently still, like, in the process. And granted, she's come a long way, but she's still in the works. Mm-hmm. Where they're more so established. So, I feel like them, I can definitely be like, auntie. But with her, it's more so like sis. Like, yeah, I feel a like sis vibe yeah, more so. Yeah, more like a peer vibe. Because yeah. she's still in the works of it. Maybe because she's, like, very mature. Mm-hmm. And she really has done a lot. And she's come a long way from, like, her being in the army and yeah. being divorced very young. And now she's, like, with a great man that loves her. And she's doing all these great things as a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. So, I get the endearment part. But, like you said, the youngness of her. And she's still developing. Yeah. She's definitely more of a sis. Yeah. But if I was Oprah Ava, I wouldn't take Auntie as, like, an aging thing. If that's how they're taking it. Or offensive. Because, unless we go, Oprah, you up there, girl. <laughs> like, come on now. But it's not... Uh, I would take it as all, oh, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's how I would take it. And like they like you said, they're entitled to their opinion and mm-hmm. how they feel and how they take it. But you know, me personally, I wouldn't care if people gave me that type of term of endearment because it makes I'm connecting to them. Okay guys, so for my segment, like I said, we give advice here for matters of the heart. So today's advice is based off of a conversation I was having with a friend about just like how is how can you be a good friend and like if you have lost friends that you hold valuable to you because of like maybe arguments or other reasons and how can you maybe mend those friendships or even move past them because friendships are very similar to relationships like it could be very hard to move on from them especially if you were really close to someone so my recommendation in that case would be to just evaluate you know, what you did in the situation, just like with anything you would do. How are you wrong? How are you right? And also evaluate how important was this friendship to you and was the person really supposed to be in your life? Like, are they really a good addition to your life, right? Um, You know, I've definitely lost some good friends 
that I held close to me. And even now, even though, like, my one particular old friend, I haven't been friends with her for a while, I that person does cross my mind. And sometimes I do have the urge to reach out. But I also think, like, while I was wrong in certain parts of the friendship, I feel like at the end of the day, the friendship might not have been meant for me. And I think you can kind of translate this into even, like, romantic relationships and just any really type of relationship. Because sometimes... You know, we get caught up on, like, history with people. And even when it comes to friendships, we don't really take them as seriously as we should. Um, and then when we lose them, even then we don't. But I think you have to, one, just own up to your part and stuff. Be willing to, like, reach out to the person if you're not letting your pride get in the way. But definitely assess first before you even reach out to make sure, like, was this a reason behind the friendship ending or you know is this something that I should even be trying to salvage because some things do come to an end for a particular reason so like I said guys if you guys have any advice that you want or if you've had like a fun conversation or a serious conversation with someone and you kind of want to see my input and my opinion on it but I can't really address it in our overarching episode please let me know. You know, I definitely like to give my opinion on different things. And I kind of, sometimes when I give advice on here too, it might be something that I'm experiencing and I think that you guys can benefit from. So guys, we're going to just hop right back into our discussion. All right, guys. So now we kind of want to more so direct this conversation into like how we feel getting old. And we want you guys to reflect too on how does it feel as you're getting older. Um, You know, like we're only in our 20s. You know, I'm only 25 and Dorian is 24. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, I definitely was kind of sad turning 25. I just feel like 25 is a lot, is a lot closer to 30 than it is to, like, being a teenager. Mm. And I've accomplished good things. It's not even about, like, I'm scared that I'm getting older because I haven't accomplished certain stuff. It's more so just, like, I like being young and, you know... I just like being young. I've never been that type of person that was like, oh, I can't wait till I turn X, Y, and Z. Like, when I was in high school, I was never in a rush to turn 18. I, I wasn't really ever in a rush to turn 21. Like, so, I don't know. Just getting older is just not... It's not your thing. It's not really appealing to me, no. Mm. I don't know. For me, it's like... I, I feel the same way. If I could be 21 forever, mm. I really would... No scratch that 23 i would want to be 23 forever because i just feel like that's the perfect age to still enjoy your life and just do what everyone and have no cares and no responsibilities but i feel like the older i get the more responsibilities add on Mm -hmm. um and just certain things about getting older it scares me like gray hair scares me um even like it shouldn't be a pressure, but it is somewhat a pressure of having kids and moving out and just doing so adult things. For that. I feel more so feel pressure because I feel like I used to think like at a certain age people had to have kids or mm-hmm. people had to have kids no matter what. And, you know, I'm learning that you don't have to, but I still kind of feel that pressure because I'm mm-hmm. in between if I don't want to have kids or if I do. But you know, I have you know friends who are older who are thirty and they say like. They're living their best life at that age. So I look forward to it. But then again, I really don't because I love being young. Like, there's nothing about just enjoying your own freedoms. And I feel like as I get older, it's going to start to dwindle down. So, yeah, because, 
you know, when you're younger, you know, you have more friends mm-hmm. and more free time. And as you get older, your friends start to develop other things about their lives, whether it's family or careers. Mm-hmm. So you might not have as much time and it can kind of be sad. And I also see some older people who might not really have any friends and I really don't want to be that person. Or um, when you get to a certain age, your friends start dying. Like I've seen like, mm. you know, you know, people who are like in their 60s and stuff and their um, friends are dying like. My friend Didi, she was saying how her grandma was kind of going through a little moment where a lot of her friends were passing away. Yeah. You know, even though it was a blessing to get to that age, but then with that age comes loss and yeah. stuff like that. So, I don't know. I think for me, the part that about getting older that I'm not feeling is like my friends not really having time to do stuff mm-hmm. because I really do value my friendships and I like hanging out with my friends. And I would love to think like if I were to get married and stuff that I would definitely carve out a nice amount of time to still hang out with my friends because... Yeah. You know, you can still have kids and husbands and wives, but friends are super important. And even like, you know, when you get to a certain age, whether you're content with being single single or not, Mm -hmm. everybody does want somebody. Right. So you can't deny that whether you're a city girl, hot girl summer, whether you're Miss Independent, whether, whether you're Auntie Tracy Ross, like everybody wants somebody in some capacity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're younger, it's kind of like you can kind of brush it off a little easier, like not being with someone. But as you get older and people are forming certain things, you know, it could probably sting a little bit more. Yeah. So I think for me is realizing that other people are getting older, mm-hmm. even though I'm getting older. Like I think about my mom getting older, like, oh, Lord, like right. what happens if something happens to her or if something happens to like my sister? siblings and you know even they're getting older and they starting to form their own personalities so it's kind of like oh my it's weird watching Mm -hmm. them like my little brother has a mustache now and like that's my baby brother i'm used to picking him up and kissing him and stuff but now he's a grown man so it's like he don't want to be bothered even my little sister she's like um you're old what are you doing listening to city girls and i'm like First of all, I am a city They're girl. Thank you. I need the younger people to realize, like, this music is made by people our age for us. Yeah, It's not for y'all at all. Like, so y'all people, y'all um, generation of music is still developing their careers. They'll be okay. out by the time you're 24. They're not even here yet. Right, like, the people like Megan and... You know, all Travis Scott and all these younger artists, they're literally 24, 25. They're for us. Right. So, I need you 15 and 16, whatever you're old, to relax. Like, yes. My little sister stay gunner for me. She'd be like, um, what do you know about this? Or, my, for some reason, my little sister thinks I'm white. So, she'd be like... Because you're a lighter complexion? Not even because I'm lighter complexion. Because how I talk and some of the things I'm into. She's like, um, you're white. What do you know about stuff like that? And I'm just like... I'm still what? black. Like, even the guy at my job, he's like, um, yeah, I'm going to need you not to talk slang because it sounds weird. I'm like... I'm going to need you to shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, I'm like, I'm still black. Like, I don't know why. I don't think it sounds weird. I don't think it sounds weird, too, because it's my culture. Like, right. this is the stuff I grew up on, so Just because I you know how to articulate... I don't know. I, I kind of hate when people make those kind of comments. Yes, I'm like, what do you... Like, I don't get it. But, yeah, my little sister left calling me old... I think it hit me that I was getting older when I found the gray hair. I was like, really? <laughs> yes, it's only bitches, one, but still. Bitches is, bitches is deliberately dying every day, so <laughs> that's not even like a factor anymore out here. Um, to me, it is. My, somebody was braiding my hair. They was like, oh, girl, you got a few grays back here. I was like, no. Could be stress. 
I'm gonna need to distress yeah. something because I can't be aging. But you know what's so funny when it comes to aging? My aunt, she is almost 40, and mm-hmm. everyone thinks she's a little girl. Like, even at my grandma's funeral, they was like, no, you need to sit here. She's like, but that's my mother. Like, I'm coming up here with my mother. And they're like, no, uh, only the adults. She's like, I'm an adult. Like, she has really? that problem. She looks really, really young. Yeah. And so when she said that, what were their response? They didn't believe her. It wasn't until my other aunt was like, no, this is my sister, like... She like she was really arguing with the people like no I'm an adult I belong over here this is my mother and I was like no uh, you need to sit over here they didn't believe her because she looked so young but even but this is my thing even if you didn't believe her she's at a whole funeral like right. nobody's lying about come on now you arguing with me at a funeral bro I guess they probably so like, once your aunt correct them they say oh my bad my apologies he, I guess it wasn't correlating that she was an adult because. Like, multiple times she had to tell him, like, sir, like, I'm an adult. This is my mother, How old does she look to them? She looks like she's, like, our age or a little bit younger. Really? Yeah, she looks really young. I wonder, and your other aunts don't look like... They look, like, they look their age. Like, my mom looks her age. I wonder why she looks so young. I don't know. Because she's, like, the small... She's legit, like, the baby of the group. She's always looked like that. Like, it's so funny, yeah. I'm like, look at Lolly. She like even me sometimes when she be coming in. I'm like, who's this little girl? But really? she be her, yeah. She looks so young. So she gets that like all the time when she's just out and about. People yes. just be thinking she's so young. Oh my goodness! One time we was at the store. It was me, her, and her daughter, and they thought I was the mom. <laughs> so offended. I'm like. This is her daughter. Like, I'm just a straggler. She looks so young. I bet when people, she tell people they, her age, they be like, what? Yes. Even people who knew her whole, whole life, they was like, where's Sheila Lynn? She's like, you're talking to her. Like, I'm Sheila Lynn. Like, That's funny. Yes. She's like, I'm going to have to get a makeover where people make, uh, where I look older because nobody thinks I'm my age. Yeah. Especially when you want to argue back and forth about where the hell I'm supposed to sit. Like, yes. That would have irritated the hell out of me. She was so irritated. I felt so bad for her. I would have been too because I'm like, all Right, bro. Like today is not the day yes. for policing and telling me where I need to sit. Like, yes. and I told and you. And if I'm telling you this is my mom, yeah. believe me. Like the hell? Why is she gonna lie? She's with all of us. Like that's really. I crazy. felt so bad. Like my aunt literally had to be like her adult chaperone. Like no, she's an adult. Like she's coming with us. Like, but even if she looks a little younger, like she probably don't. She at least looks like an older teenager. Yeah. Most, so don't, even an older teenager, don't try to tell them like they a little kid that's like right. ten. Come on. I'm like, poor Lolly. Because what, the teenagers were sitting in a particular spot? No, we were all sitting together, but they went like the immediate family, like, you know, the daughters and the husband to go up first and to view the body together, and then the rest of us come up, and I'm like, Oh, so y'all went after... Mm-hmm. We, okay, we so she, their they were stopping her from going... With her family. With that... Okay, I got yeah. you what you're saying. I'm like... She's a whole grown lady. But her husband, like, it's so funny because her husband looks young, too. Really? Yeah, like, they look like they can go clubbing with us. Mm. But they're so old in spirit. <laughs> like, we're just going to sit and watch movies. Like, we don't know what y'all talking about. I guess because she really is old. She's yeah. like, this is what I look like. This don't mean I don't want to sit down. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. She really, like, a little old lady. She got her little tea. She be in bed at 8 o'clock. I'm like, what you doing, Lolly? She be like, I'm in bed, like... It's so funny because she looks like a little I would be out here scheming niggas if I was like looking that much younger. Okay. I'm like, I'm (laughs) bored. Like, okay. I wish I had that gift. Like some people. But you don't know if you might because. I hope so. Because even sometimes now people be like, oh, really? You're 24? And I be like, yes. Like, I'm trying to hold on to my youth. Yeah, because a kid told me today I look like I was in high school. I was like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. 
He didn't know how much that means. He was like, and he was like a little kid too. So Aww. I feel like little kids, like they're really good judges. If they tell you you look old or they tell you you're ugly, then that's the truth. Yes, they Real really shit. can tell you the truth. Like my little sister, when my grandma passed and we had to tell her that my grandma passed, she was like, well, my grandma was sick. She was like, oh man, my mom's on 3%. And we was like... Um, but yes, she's on three percent. And then when she passed away, she was like, "Oh no, my mom's on one percent." I'm like, "I hate little kids, yo." <laughs> oh, how old was she? Caprice is what six. Oh, you talking about Caprice? Yeah, okay. so I'm like, you talking about somebody else. Mm-mm. That's my bestie. <laughs> um, I said no, not one percent. I'm like, kids are so blunt. I wish I had that that you fool. Yeah. Was she like kind of upset? Or she really don't know. She really didn't have any emotions. Like she right. knew what was going on, but she's was, so little. Like yeah, she was just like I'm. Like, are you sad? She was like, no. And then she was like, my mom's not gonna be here anymore. But my um little cousin, he's what five, mm-hmm. and he didn't have any emotions. And we told him what was going on. And it wasn't until like the end of the day where he was crying. It was like, what's wrong? He didn't want to say. And then finally, he was like. My mom's not coming back. I'm Aww. like, oh. I was like, kids are so cute and innocent. But I guess it wasn't until he processed his day, like, wow, she's really not. Right. I wish I was a little kid. Yeah. Is there an age you would want to live forever? I would be okay with, like, like you said, like, 23 to 25 or something. Yeah. I don't need to be any older than that, to be honest with you. I honestly want to be a vampire. Really? Because I could just, like, freeze myself, and then I would have, like, the power to compel people to do what I want. <laughs> like, that sounds bomb as fuck. And I heard they have, like, great sex. Like, that really? sounds... Yeah. You watch Vampire Diaries? I haven't, but everyone's, like, really into you it. You need to. And the whole, like, all, like, what is it? Eight seasons are on Netflix. I'm gonna try it. Because, like, and guess everyone's what? I about it. She be watching it every day now. Really? Like, she go to work, come home, watch an episode. She be like, yo, I can't believe such and such did that. Like, it's a really good vampire show. I'm gonna try it out. But you know what? Uh, UPS and the CW always have good shows. They do. I there's not one show I can say came across that network and I was like, it's trash. Yeah, watch it. All. Like literally, ACD. You have a nice binge. It's really worth watching. It's a lot that goes on. I've literally seen every episode like a hundred times. So. Mm, I'm gonna watch. It. Everyone says it's good. It's good, but yeah, I would totally be a vampire just to freeze myself, compel people. You know what I mean? can't hurt miss Hart. like i heal fast then when i find a man that i really want to be with i turn him into a vampire and we spend forever together <laughs> yo that's <laughs> really funny like i like him but what if like y'all dating and you feel the energy is like really good you're like you know what i'm gonna jump in the gun i'm gonna make him a vampire but then he's annoying like you start to I like still him. Date him in regular human time before okay. I decided that. like i was still date like i wouldn't just speed up stuff but like if I was dating a guy for a long time and I was able to tell him I was a vampire and he was accepting of it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Then I would turn him if we were like madly in love. I'm not just turning no regular nigga I like. We're going to be madly in love. Mm-hmm. Do you tell people you're a vampire? Like, like, say if you were, like, it's an STD, like, I need to talk to you. That's what I was just thinking. Like, being a vampire is probably like having an STD. Yeah. Kind of. But I think people will find it kind of cool. But then if people might not believe you, they might think you're crazy. Yeah. But I would just show you that I am. Or they might be scared, like. I'm like, don't be scared. Because then when you compel people, <laughs> when you compel people, you look into their eyes, you said, I said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and they do it. You know what I mean? Yes. I would just tell him like, "Don't be scared. I'm telling the truth." <laughs> and then, like, or I just compel your human ass to love me. The fuck? 
I would be okay. That might be scare. That might scare him. I'm like, look, relax. And like, <laughs> I got this. Right. I don't know. I feel like if I told you I was a vampire and I showed you, like being a vampire is cool as fuck. But I guess if it was an actual thing that you got to see, it might creep you out. I don't know. Especially you got drinks in my blood. That might be kind of much crucial. Yeah, like. I'm like, so I mean, I, I would probably be like a vegetarian vampire, the ones that like drink animal blood. Because I don't want to hurt nobody. I wouldn't want to hurt anybody either, but that's just like me eating meat. Like, I don't want to hurt animals, but the steak tastes good, so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, know. I would tell him, like like I said, I'd probably try to tell him sooner than later if I was dating him. And then once we felt felt madly in love, that's when I'll turn you, nigga. I'm not turning you <laughs> to no vampire so you can go spend eternity with some other bitch. So right. I fell well, in love with Samantha, who's also a vampire. And y'all are getting staked in the fucking heart. <laughs> How about that? How the fuck about that? So, yeah. I'm yeah. Crying. So yeah, I would do that. Turn to a vampire, stay twenty five, and just move every like ten years. Cause you know black don't crack, so I would probably look like this at thirty five anyway. Like, don't crap, move every 10 years, compel me a job, compel me a new house. Because you can literally just compel whatever you want, like, give me a job, give me a car. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I could go on the bank, give me the money. You know what I mean? So. I think the thing, like, if I was to stay one age forever, that would kind of scare me is watching other people I love grow old and, yeah. like, leave me and pass on. But then you're a vampire, so you can compel them to live forever, too. So, it's like... Yeah, I could turn you... That's the thing. I would, like, turn my mom and stuff. And, like, I would turn my friends if they wanted to turn. Yeah. If they didn't want to, then I just... I would make friends as my eternity went on, though, like, as I moved. But it would be sad to lose people. But I would give friends the option, like, bitch, I'm a vampire. Do you want to live forever and be friends forever? Or do you just want to age like let me know like it's a triangle scheme like yeah. i feel like tony would totally turn into a vampire i feel like he would too like, i think yeah, bitch, let's go. we friends forever like literally like, first of all why didn't you tell me this sooner so let's say like, one day in the group chat right i say to y'all i'm a vampire y'all do y'all want to turn y'all you turning i mean let me think about it give okay. me a few days okay no, i like being human and you know you know me so you could come in, like even if you was like all right, all right i'll turn when i'm like 30 you know you got time to yeah. know me but you would think, on a percentage, what are you leaning more towards? Yes or? I don't know. I feel like the only reason why I would want to stay human is because I would want to die to see what the afterlife is like. But mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a vampire, you die a little bit. You do. And then you come back. So I might be a vampire. But then again, I, do I want to live forever? I mean... I don't know. That's the that's the thing. Do I really want to? But if the driver? whole group chat, me, you, Tony, Monifa, and Brad, all turn vampires, then you at least have some like somebody. I uh, I don't know. I would have to like really hone in. Like maybe I would. I would right. say yes because I would want to see what it's like. Right. But then again, I don't and know. maybe you could turn your mom and just can Caprice and all them. Uh, I don't really care for them too much. Ah! <laughs> I let them be human. <laughs> you have your time. You know what? I'm going to stay over here with my vampire ass. Yeah. But, yeah. I feel like Tony's like, yes, bitch, come here now, turn me. I really feel like you. I feel like, like they all would. I feel like they would be like, you know what? Because you're super fucking fast. You yeah. can tell people what to do. Like, why not? I feel like they all would, like, let me do this. Yeah. Monifa well, probably definitely would. Oh, my God. You can one-up everybody. What? 
And then you will have be so wise because you live so many years. And, and you've like, seen so much. Yes, bitch, I'm 103 years old. Right. I know what I'm talking about. I've right. lived this 103 times. Like the one vampire on Vampire Diaries, she was like alive for like 500 years. Like since like the 1400s. Like mm. surely didn't seem everything. And I love that show too because they do a lot of flashbacks and I love like just... The ancient. The, yeah, like the back in the day. And of course when they flash back to the 1800s, they don't be thrown out of slave or anything. As like, they should. Like, Black people's vampires too. Yeah. And witches and warlocks. Okay. I don't know. I know if I was a vampire and I lived 500 years, I'm like, y'all niggas still doing the same shit. Y'all didn't get it together yet. Like... Y'all already did this 500 years ago. Why are you still doing Get it? Get together. <laughs> That's when you just be like, you know what? Everybody becomes a vampire. If I was a vampire, I would want my husband to be like, I don't know. I like Blade, but what if you come across somebody like Blade? I'm not familiar with. The Blade, the vampire slayer. Oh. He's so cute. I would want somebody like that forbidden love. Like, I'm a vampire. You're a vampire slayer. You're just suicidal. <laughs> You're crazy. We're crossed between two worlds. That would be like a Romeo and Juliet story, kinda. It is, kinda. So cute. And them niggas are stupid. <laughs> you know what? When it comes to Romeo and Juliet, you know what the whole thing was? Bad communication. It was. That's all it really was. They didn't have to and die. And the family had like a stupid few. It was like so unnecessary. Yes. I'm like, this is all bad communication. Shout out to my good sis, uh, Julia. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. But guys, let's bring it back. Yes. Jordan, you want to take it into your segment? Yes, we're going to take it into my segment. All right. Hey, everyone. It's Dorian Black, a.k.a. Big Daddy. And this week, um, I got my straight back so I can think clearly. I can tell you all what's going on. And I want to talk about energies, okay? So I'm all about reciprocating energy, good vibes and positive vibes. And I feel like a lot of people are too. Nobody wants to be around a negative person. But, however, sometimes we need to recognize maybe it's us. Maybe we're the negative energy. Maybe we're the bad vibes. Maybe we're having a bad day and we're spewing something negative. And now we're transferring our energy onto other people. I'm not saying you can't vent or you can't communicate with people, but you need to be open and verbal about it. Like, hey, I'm having a bad day x y and z and then the other person can understand and maybe they can share some of that good energy off onto you but when you just come roaring negative energy nobody wants to deal with that and nobody wants to transfer that negative energy to another person so sometimes we need to reflect and see maybe it's us maybe we're the bad vibes so those are some of big daddy's thoughts that's what i've been thinking about um another thing I want to get into some of the podcasts I've been listening to. I know I also do music, but I haven't been listening to much music. So if you have any suggestions, any good tunes, any good albums, send them my way. I love listening to music. So, yeah. But as for podcasts, one podcast I am very, very excited to shout out and tell you guys about is the Scorpion Show. The Scorpio Show, excuse me. I've been following these two on YouTube for forever. They are some of the funniest people. Uh, Their names are Kevin and Mikkel. They're from Philly, and they've been doing YouTube for almost... 10 plus years and when i say they're just the funniest people they're two black gay men and they just tell it how it is they do hot topics they just talk about you know different types of events they've done interviews with people such as lady gaga beyonce yala 
Vincent, excuse me. And they are so funny. When I say they are, my favorite episode is when there's smoke, there's fire. And that's on their YouTube. And if you guys don't know, that is the funniest episode ever. So for them to transfer over to the podcast world, I'm so excited because now I can listen to them while I'm at work, on my way to work, when I'm washing clothes, I can listen to them all the time. So I'm really excited. Shout out to Kevin and Mikhail for transferring over into the podcast world. They've been saying they wanted to do this for a while and they finally have done it. And the show is just good. So check them out. You can check them out on YouTube at The Scorpio Show, as well as on any podcast platform um, as The Scorpio Show Podcast. So those are Big Daddy's thoughts. We're going to get back into this agent thing. And yeah, see you guys next week. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) But yeah, guys. This was a fun episode. It was. It um, was definitely funny and interesting. Yes. Especially once we started talking about being vampires. But um, it correlated. Like It did. If we could live forever, being a vampire would be the reason why. So, right. I mean, age is a beautiful thing. Aging mm-hmm. is a beautiful thing. And I think... It is. As we get older, although we may not want to be, you know, older... It comes with great responsibilities and respect. And there is some type of beauty. Because I remember being 18 and being like, I want to be 18 forever. And now I'm 24. Like, I wanted to be 24 forever. So, Mm -hmm. we'll see how 30s hit. And everyone says that's a good age. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I heard 30s is like better than your 20s. So, I'm not in a rush to get there. But when I get there, I hope I fully enjoy it. Yeah, same. Yeah, so. And I just hope. The older people can respect us and the younger people can respect us and vice versa. Yeah, definitely don't want to be one of those old people that has an issue for, with young people for no reason. Right. So, so guys, with that being said, this is the closing of this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, once again, you know, reach out to me and Dorian and let us know if you want to hear any particular topics, what you thought. A lot of people reached out to me about the last episode. So if you thought anything interested about this one, we love to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us on EGAT Pod. Anything else? No, yeah, that seems like it is all. Yep, and we will see you guys <clears throat> next week. See ya. Peace. Peace.